Welcome to the Heart of Dating Podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Why, hello there, my friends. Welcome back to the Heart of Dating podcast. I don't know if you're new here or if you are an OG or if you've been listening for quite a while, but I'm just so glad you're tuning in today. Hey, will you do me a favor? If you've never rated or reviewed our podcast, would today be the day that you do that on Apple iTunes? It really helps podcasters get discovered, you guys. It's the only way we can continue to put out podcasts and have more and more people listen listen to the show. So go ahead on your Apple podcast and go to the bottom of the Heart of Dating podcast, click five stars, hopefully if you want to write us as five stars, and then briefly write us a very quick review. It'll take you less than one minute and it really would mean the world to us. Well, today we are in the last episode of our series with the one and only Anthony O'Neill. We have covered some incredible ground as we have discussed why they aren't asking you out. Today we are wrapping up this series with a topic that feels more pertinent than ever to me. We're talking about managing expectations. And I just want to shout out something really quickly. Last week, I actually took the entire week off. I was off the grid without my phone, without my computer. I didn't have contact with the outside world. And I went to a therapy retreat called The Glass House with the one and only Lori Jean Glass, who is so talented. And one of the things I learned about myself was that I really, really struggle with expectations. I have really high expectations of myself and also of other people. And you know where that shows up the most, you guys? It shows up the most in relationships. So JJ, if my honey is listening right now, he knows that we struggle with this a lot. I struggle with this in our relationship a lot, learning how to manage expectations. And y'all, we have to do that as we date. And why aren't they asking out? Well, maybe it's because you're not doing the best at managing your expectations. So Anthony and I are diving in deep to that today. Now, really quick, I can't leave you without also mentioning Anthony's incredible course, The Singles Blueprint. It is live until March 10th, and I want you to get on it right now. Go to bit.ly forward slash The Singles Blueprint. Anthony lays out eight different main pillars to help you maximize your single season. If you feel frustrated, worn out, if you feel like you don't know how to make something of yourself in the season, if you feel like you're not getting the results that you want, if you feel like you just don't have your life together. This course is for you. It's going to help you in your relationships, your money, your business, and even your career. There are eight different pillars that Anthony is going to walk you through, and it's such a good course. And spoiler alert, I am even a part of the course, which is so much fun. So do me a favor and check out The Singles Blueprint by going to bit.ly forward slash The Singles Blueprint. 
Okay, y'all, we're going to get into this episode, how to manage expectations. If you haven't listened to the other three episodes, I really encourage you to do so. They're all really, really good, but I can't wait for this episode as well because it's so important. We have to learn to manage our expectations in dating, especially at the beginning. We write so many people off because we have too high of expectations. Now, after this week, we're actually going to be going to our normal podcasting. We're going to be out of the series, but I'm really excited because next week is the first time ever that JJ is going to be on the podcast with me, you guys. So get ready for that. I'm super excited. All right. Without further ado, the final episode in this series, all about managing expectations with Anthony O'Neill. Let's go. We have Anthony O'Neill in the house for our final episode of the series. Anthony, how you doing? Kate, I am doing great, y'all. Thank you so much for this series has been amazing. So thank you for allowing me to join you and rock with you and uh, impact and bless your people, man. Um, We got to do this again. We should. Everyone's like ready to date, you know, right after the new. We really should. Let's do that. Okay. Now my heart of dating people are going to be like next year, like, Kate, where's Anthony? We need him. Let's do it. Let's go. Well, this has been so fun. We've had some hard truths and some really powerful moments. Last episode, I know you and I really loved that episode. We talked about, are you even dateable? And I don't know about you, but that one really impacted me. Just really processing through where we are right now, how much that we expect of the other person But are we we even ourselves in a good place? And I think that that's the place we need to begin. You know, why aren't they asking you out? Maybe you're not in a good place. You know, maybe you're not the kind of person that the person you're looking for is looking for. And so uh, it was such a powerful episode. If you guys haven't heard it, definitely go back and listen to that episode. But some of the other content that we have covered in this series in the Why He's Not Asking You Out series, we've also talked about how guys can't read your mind. Okay. That was the first <laughs> week. <laughs> yeah. I love saying it because even as I say it, I know that the ladies still struggle with it. Even though we did that episode, they're still like, well, why can't he, why isn't he doing this? And I'm like, because he doesn't know that's what you're thinking. He doesn't even know you like him. Okay. <laughs> like He doesn't know. Help a brother out. Uh, and then, then in the second week, we talked about how to stop telling everyone about it. Sometimes he's not asking you out because you're telling your mom and your sister and your pastor and everybody in your congregation and the guys don't want to ask you out because they they don't like that you're talking to everybody about it and making it such a big deal. Uh, so Anthony, today, wrapping up this series, we're going to talk about one of my favorite, favorite topics, which is how to manage expectations. Yes. And in that area, you know, you are the money man. You are awesome at talking about the subject. And one area that specifically us ladies have sometimes really high expectations is in this area of finances. And, you know, the last few weeks we've been talking about your incredible course, The Singles Blueprint. And you do talk about this in your course. You talk about character versus currency as it relates to dating. And so I want to know more about that. What does that mean? Can you unpack character versus currency for us? Yeah, let's think about this. You know, Kate, uh, when it comes to character versus currency, it's are you only looking for a man that is uh, that has one hundred thousand dollars a year? Because I know a lot of prestigious men uh, who who make the prestigious amount of money, but they're not prestigious men. Um, I, I, I'm teaching ladies, especially like in my course, like, hey, 
let's not worry about a man who has a hundred thousand dollars. Does that, does a man have character? Does he have integrity and watch this? Does he have fruit uh, from his vision? So a man with character and integrity should be a producer and he may be only producing $50,000 a year, but if he has a vision and you see Mm -hmm fruit from that vision, that $50,000 a year can turn into and possibly will turn into $100,000, $500,000, a million dollars. And so I, I want our ladies, and I just ladies, even men as well, I want our single people, period, to be focused on the character and integrity of the individual. Do they have vision? Do you see a fruit from what they say they want to do? And if they are, that's the kind of character of a man or a woman you want to go after. It's so important. I'm thinking back to, we have a mutual friend, Jamal Miller, and Jamal is amazing. And I love his story with Natasha, but he has shared this before in our community. But a lot of you guys, I don't think have heard it. But what I loved about it, Natasha highlights that she said when she met Jamal, Jamal did not have a lot of money. He was not making nearly anything when they first started dating. But how I loved, what I love that he did when he approached her in dating is he came to her and he's like, hey, I don't have a lot to offer you right now yet financially. Like this is where I'm at. But I want you to know this is what you can bank on. I Mm. have a vision for my life. Mm. I I am excited. I I don't know every detail, but I will do whatever it takes to keep running after the vision that God puts in my life. And I will not remain stagnant right here. I'm not going to remain like making this hourly wage of whatever it was, you know. So I don't have a lot to show to you right now, like in terms of, what I have produced in my life or even financially where I'm at. But I I do want you to know this is the character. uh, This is my character and I will run after this vision. And here's where I think it's heading. And that is what is so important. That to me as a single woman, like dating as you ladies listening, like that is what you should be looking for. Not like, does this guy have a hundred K in the bank, which, okay, cool if he does, but I've dated lots of guys with lots of nice cars and lots of nice things that do not have the character behind it. And so the vision that we're talking about here and having that godly vision and fruit in your life outside of just the bank account number, I think is so valuable. Now, Anthony, we mentioned this, but your your course in Singles Blueprint is open right now. And um, and if you guys are listening and the cart has closed, then please go and check it out because you can still sign up for the wait list. And you know, you might you might be able to get in once in a while, right? <laughs> like once in a while. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to have a limited uh, slots to get in monthly, very limited because I really want to keep it intimate and, and private. Hey, just go to the wait list, sign up. Um, and we are opening up just a few slots a month. Uh, yes. So you may be able to get in there. But it's such an incredible program. I'm so excited seeing the people signing up during this whole window of your first launch. But you cover eight different pillars, spiritual journey, life vision, time, comfort, network, core health, physical wellness, and ownership. Yes. And man, this is some powerful stuff. Like if you are single right now, finding yourself stuck in your life, finding yourself saying as a woman or a guy, why am I not getting any dates? If you're a girl, why is he not asking me out? There are some reflection points that you can do, but also it sounds to me that beneath that question, there's a little bit of stuckness. There's potentially a little bit of hopelessness. There's potentially needing a deeper vision for your single life right now. And when you are operating in a place of abundance, your life transforms and Mm. you will even 
be surprised at the caliber of people that you attract when you are living an abundant life. I truly believe like attracts like. So when we are living from a place of vision and value and worthiness, we attract someone that is also living from a place of vision and value and worthiness. And so if you are struggling at all, I can't recommend enough. Check out the Singles Blueprint. Um, We have a link in the show notes and all the things. And Anthony, I'm just so proud of you for this incredible course. Oh, man. Thank you so much, Kate. I I am so grateful for you. Grateful for everyone who signed up, man. I'm just grateful. Um, And then listen, y'all, I'm telling you, Kate, she's in the course. She's dropping jewels at gyms. So (laughs) y'all definitely don't miss out for this. Y'all know how she comes with that heat, especially around getting us ready for dating. Uh, So thank you for being part of it, for real. It's an honor. I'm so proud of you. So let's keep going into this topic of managing expectations, because I do think that this is a, a way in which women, you know, we come to the table feeling sometimes really entitled to things. And I think we're afraid of we have so many expectations and afraid of like sharing. There's two parts. I think that we're afraid of sharing some of our needs, which we address in an earlier episode. But then we also sometimes have too many expectations that then we don't even date anybody because we either write people off too early because of our expectations or we don't even give them a shot. So as a guy, I would love to hear your perspective, like of what kind of overly high expectations do you think that women have and how do we learn to manage some of those? I think some of the overly high expectations, one, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you're a woman on this case, so you can you, yeah. you can really check me on it, um, is they have this, I want a guy that makes six figures, right? Mm-hmm. And and here, here's the thing. I, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that desire, but I think that there is something wrong with that expectation. And the wrong part hurts you more than it hurts the man. Because if the average person in America is making $41,000 a year, $41,500 a year, you just X'd off half of of the good men and you just narrowed yourself down to a very small group of people. Only about 14% of the people in America make over $100,000 and that's people. So when we break that down to men, that's going to be about maybe 9%. Yeah. And some wow. of those men are already married. <laughs> so, you know, if 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 I think that expectation is, ooh, that's that's hurting our single ladies when you're missing out on good men, watch this, who will eventually join that bracket. I remember being that guy making $38,000 mm-hmm. a year and people skipped over me, not because of the content of my character, not because of my integrity, not because of my heart for God, but only they passed up on me. They passed over me only because I was making $38,000. They said, you're a good man. Love your heart, but you're not making any money. I'm sorry. But then when I started making the money cake, now they want to holler back. at you, <laughs> They're like, hey, Ayo, what's up? So yeah. want to go on that nice dinner now? <laughs> and, you know, this expectation, I think, bleeds into how we show up in dating, especially in the beginning. I think this is where we could really tackle, like, you know, the whole series, why he's not asking you out. What is happening at the beginning of dating? Because I think women have these crazy high expectations for, you know, their first kind of dates, you know, their expectations expectation is if you don't take me to like a really nice steak dinner or something outlandish, then like, who are you? Do you really want to pursue me? Do you see my value? And so what do you think about this whole taking me on a really nice expensive date situation for the first 
date? For the first date, you know, man, I, again, I'm not going to knock someone who do it. Uh, but I do believe it's not wise and it's not good stewardship to spend a lot of money on the first date. Uh, mm -hmm. My suggestion is for men listening and for ladies, uh, here's a tip for the ladies. Look at on the first date, did he actually listen to you? Men, what do I mean by this? Uh, while you're on the phone talking to her, put her on speakerphone, right? And pull out your notepad. And if she says, my favorite color is red, write it down on your notepad. Man, this really made me smile. Write that down on your notepad. Man, I had this great uh sandwich from somewhere, write it down a notepad, write down everything that she's telling that she's enjoying. And she doesn't even know that she's telling you. Then on the first date, figure out how to show her that you were intentionally listening to her. And then ladies, pay attention. Did the guy listen to you without you even knowing he was listening to you? Yes. Did he put effort into the day? Did he show integrity? Did he show character? Did he show you like, yo, listen, I value your words and I listen to your words. And so instead of for me just showing up and dropping $300 on a restaurant, which takes no, no intentionality. I mean, yeah. anybody can do that. Just get a credit card, you know, or just go spend their in uh, their their rent part of their rent money and take it to an impressive dinner. And yeah, okay, cool, great. But did he actually spend time to go and you know and to pick out your favorite color, take you to someone that you mentioned, and really show that he put intention into this date? And that date may only cost him thirty five dollars. Um, that thirty five dollar date can feel like a $500 date experience. Yes. Uh, and so I don't think it's wise to drop a lot of money on the first date. I think it's wise to put intention into the first date and get very creative. I, I completely agree. It's about how, what is he remembering? Is the date specific to you? Is it something where he noticed things about you and, and he wanted to bring those things up or highlight those things or make the date about those things? For me, a guy for our first date, this is years ago, but I love all things French. And I was so impressed by this one guy who picked me up and in the car, he had a French playlist that he created just for the date. Now, I knew him. He was a friend before we went date on this date. So, because I typically don't always recommend if you met, meet someone online, don't have them necessarily pick you up if you've never met them before. But I did know this guy. He picked me up. He had made this playlist, a French playlist. He brought me to a French speaking restaurant. And then at dinner, he starts speaking French to the waitress. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, wow. And it was a BYOB place. I remember he brought like a French bottle of wine. I was so impressed because it was specific to me and what I had shared with him that I loved. He knows I'm passionate about French culture. He even brushed up on his French before the date. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, <laughs> like, and this wasn't an overly nice restaurant. It was like a fine, it was a hole in the wall place, but I loved it. And I still talk about it years later because it was so thoughtful. He didn't even have to take me to the restaurant. If it was just like a little picnic with the French bottle of wine and French accents and, you know, talking French and the playlist, I would have been so impressed, you know, Absolutely. and he could have got some cheese from the grocery store on a picnic blanket. And I would have been like, so impressed that it was French in any capacity because that's what I love. And so I think for guys, this is you're offering some awesome tips, Anthony. Like listen to what she's saying. Be get, you know, get curious and take notes of those things. What does she like? What's her favorite color? What where what kind of food does she like to eat? What are the things that she's in, enjoys or she's passionate about? And if a guy that you go on a date with incorporates any of those sorts of things, ladies, 
that is what should matter. I have been on fancy dates where it was stale. It wasn't thoughtful. I didn't even really like the place. The guy had horrible conversation. And it doesn't matter that it was expensive. <laughs> like, honestly, I feel like he shouldn't have spent the money, you know, <laughs> because if he wasn't going to be curious and ha- be interesting on the date. So I think that's so important. And I think we actually write a lot of guys off early on because it's not something grandiose. Outside of these expectations with just the date, Anthony, I think there's other expectations we have on guys, specifically how, you know, and women, we have this problem, and I'm speaking from experience, I have this problem. We have really high expectations of how the guy is growing, what his friendships are like, what his life looks like, how he spends his free time. And as women, sometimes we're really specific on like, you need to do it X, Y, Z specific ways. Anthony, have you ever experienced this? You know, I have. And you know what? My answer is going to be very short and sweet and simple on this one, Kate. I'm going to let you dive into this one. But I've just learned to do what's best for me and to be true to who I am. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, yeah. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to be true to who I am. Like, hey, that's not me or this is me. But um, I'm just going to be true to who I am. And if she doesn't like that, it is what it is. I'm just going to be... <laughs> I mean, I, I really don't have a deep answer, Kate. You, you the relationship <laughs> expert. I'm going to let you dive into this one, you know. <laughs> well, what I will say for this is that I have, you know, I'm a dating coach and I've been dating the last several years and it has been a learning curve for me to realize, wait, my job is to study dating, to dive into mental health, to grow myself, to coach other people. But I cannot do that to the person I'm dating. Maybe mm. you're listening right now and you, you're you not maybe a dating coach, but you've been listening to the podcast. You've been setting up on things for yourself. You think it should be done now exactly this way. Now you have in your mind the exact way somebody should live their life, the exact way they should date, and you have all these specifics. And I want to encourage you, if you present that to a guy, if you make him feel that way, that he is constantly failing, that he has to do it and fit into your very specific mold. I'm telling you what, it is one of the most unattractive things to a man when he feels like a constant failure, when he Mm. feels like you are kind of like his mom, trying to mom him to be a certain way. No guy really wants to date his mom, okay? And women, we have an issue with this. We totally do. We are, we have the issue sometimes of control. And I'm like the classic example of that. So I'm saying it and trying to get you guys to know that I'm really in the boat with you. So I love this, actually, Anthony. I'm going to pull in a quote from somebody somebody in your community. His name is Michael. And Michael said this, take your time and get to know us for who we really are. If you, if you want to shape and mold something, take a pottery. <laughs> Men make the necessary changes for themselves. You trying to force a man to change for you won't last. It, it, it will not last. It really <laughs> it won't. Not. And that's something that I really talk, I teach that in my in my course. You know, it, it's how to stay true and really identify who you are at your core. And don't mm-hmm. change that for anyone. And the only time you change that is when you feel that it is is a necessary change for you to become better. Um, it is a necessary change that God wants you to change. But don't allow someone to change who you are, change how you think, change how you talk, change how you walk, change how you believe things, uh, because 
you got to live with yourself for the rest of your life and mm-hmm. makes no sense to change for them when they're not even going to be in this journey with you for the rest of your life. So, um, I mean, uh, allow me to be who I am and walk with me on that journey. And if you don't like who I am, just respectfully exit the stage. Left. <laughs> there we go. That's so good. And I think there's what it what a relationship is, is finding that balance of being that person's cheerleader, empowering them like it like making them feel like they're doing the right thing. You know, that's what actually helps people into more change than shaming them and trying to control them is by empowering them for who they are. If you continue to empower someone for who they are, chances are they may continue to change, even potentially in the direction that you hope that they're going to change because you're empowering them. But if you constantly knock them down, if you constantly try to shame them in such a way or they constantly feel shamed or like a failure, it's not going to be the fuel to their fire to want to change anything in their life. And in fact, they're probably going to just start resenting you. And I think in a relationship, it's finding that balance of healthy, challenging, healthy, coming alongside somebody. You know, we have to build a relationship where we could be honest with one another. Um, That's, I think, a great sanctifying part of uh, part of a marriage. But at the same time, we have to know this relationship dynamic is so important that you are only in control of you. You cannot control the other person. If you want to, you want your relationship to have more of a spiritual center, then you start, you know, being more spiritually grounded. Then you start introducing those things to the relationship instead of saying to your partner, you're such a failure in this area. I, you need to do this more. I wish you would like blah, 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 that they're just going to be like, okay, well, there's no win here for me. So now I don't even want to do it. So what's the balance between taking care of yourself and then in the moments, once you built trust, you can openly talk about things and and in some cases openly call one another out. That's the sanctification part. But we really, especially in dating, focus on you. Focus on your journey. Focus on where you're headed and watch them. Watch where they're growing, what changes they're making in their life with or without you telling them to make those changes. <laughs> Yo, that's facts. That's facts. And that's something that I had to learn. And thank you, Kate, for teaching that because before I focused on her, before I focused on them and it was, I was unhealthy. And now it's like, no, I'm focusing on me. I'm focusing Mm -hmm. on bettering me, growing my heart, growing my spiritual walk, growing my mind, uh, growing my peace. (laughs) Uh, and, And when I am healthy, I am more attractive to her. Yeah. And I wasn't as attractive to her because I wasn't healthy, but I focused solely on her. So now it's it's the opposite way around. Listen, I'm going to focus on me. And uh, either you're going to be attracted to that or you're not. So thank you for teaching us single people how to do that. And that is something that I'm really teaching in our course is, hey, focus on you. And here here are the eight things you need to focus on uh, to really maximize that single season and to become a better man and become a better woman for yourself down the road. Yes, that's so, so powerful. Anthony, this series has been so fun with you and so powerful. And I think these are things I needed to even revisit. So I'm grateful that we did because I I feel more empowered and encouraged as well. So I'm just proud of you. I'm grateful for you. I'm so 
excited for your course, The Singles Blueprint. It's an amazing. So thank you for putting that out into the world and really helping single people and their single life truly own this season without seeing it as a disease and getting vision and excitement and health where they are right now. So thank you for putting that together. No, thank you so much. And thank you for um, helping me get the message out there and being a part of this journey. Um, It really means a lot. You're so welcome. It's my pleasure. Well, my friend, this wraps up our four-part series, but this is not the end. We're going to be doing more stuff together. I mean, all the things. So I'm thankful for you and I'm praying for you. And thank you to everyone who listened. This has been an awesome journey and we'll see you next week on the podcast. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.